Welcome to the Why Be Better podcast. I'm your host, David Terrell. Today's topic, manifestation. So if you want to become something different than what you are now, you can use manifestation to do it. Or you can go the other route. You can wait long enough for your brain, body, and mind to casually adapt to whatever environment you're giving it. Everything I talk about, I always like to refer back to what's happening in the mind. As I discuss manifestation, I want to point out you are using a tool called a brain. This brain is a supercomputer, super intelligent, super capabilities, processing abilities, memory. It is amazing. One of the most amazing equipment pieces you will ever use in your lifetime, probably ever. Your brain is powerful. Manifestation utilizes the brain in an unconscious way or subconscious, whatever your terminology is used to referring to it as. Anything that you are present and aware of is your consciousness, your attention. So wherever your attention is, that's your consciousness. Your unconscious actions will come into play if you're truly manifesting. So what is manifesting? To manifest something is you are creating something in your mind and later you are bringing it to life in the real physical world. Some people say every person's mind is their own universe and then we all share this physical universe. So first you create it in your universe. First you create what you want, what you desire in your mind, in your universe, and then you work to bring it to life in this shared physical universe. There are a lot of ways to go over manifestation, what it is, how to do it. But today I wanna to focus on one simple method. This method of manifestation is very basic. I often refer to it as annoyingly simple because that's what it is. So let me first lay a ground rule for manifestation. Very important ground rule that will help you out. Manifestation works best when it is specific, not vague. If you want vague results, then have a vague goal. If you want specific results, then have a specific goal. Manifestation also works best when you cover all your bases. So by bases, I mean you have clear steps to cross off, to say, yes, I did this. Yes, I'm doing this. It's not just saying you want something. It's not just wishing for something great. That's not manifestation. That's what confuses people. That's what leads people astray. Because if you're just wishing for things, if you just want things, you're not manifesting. You're just wishing. You're just hoping. It's not the full process. All your bases aren't covered. All your steps are not checked off. So I'm going to lay out the clear steps of manifestation. And along this, I'm going to also use an analogy to help paint the picture. One of the easiest analogies to paint the picture of manifestation is losing weight. Or more specifically, being in good physical health with optimal performance. First, right off the bat, do you notice the difference there? One is losing weight. One requires you to have weight to lose it. It's a strange kind of weird mindset. The other one is all focused on you being in good physical health with optimal performance. It's a different slight variation in the way you approach the mindset, but it does have powerful implications as you exercise it in the long run of your life. So the first step that I'm gonna lay out is one of the most important ones for manifestation. You have to have a specific goal. A specific goal is the first step. Now, 
I know that may rise up some red flags for some people. It's like, well, well, what if I don't know exactly what I want to do? Well, that's the case for many people and many positions in life. You can have all sorts of vague possibilities associated with your grand goal. Like you don't have to know every single detail, but you do need to have some clear target that you're aiming for. And that target, if you hit it, even if you don't know if that's your long-term goal, it will at least propel you in the direction of this unforeseen long-term goal that you might think is out there. So you have to have something specific. And the goal of weight loss, say maybe you're starting out 300 pounds and your specific goal to manifest is, I don't want to lose 150 pounds. No, don't think that. Because to lose 150 pounds, that requires you to have a lot of weight to maintain that mindset, to maintain this mindset that you're going to be manifesting and, and returning to. So you think, Instead of, I want to lose 150 pounds, starting out at 300, you say, I want to weigh 150 pounds. Now, in something like this, you also want to be realistic in your specific goal. You think, hey, am I actually capable of weighing 150 pounds? Look at your height. Look at your you know, family members if you can. Look at the, the, the statistics of your weight group. Look at the statistics of your demographic. Is it common for someone like you at your height to weigh 150 pounds? Maybe your goal needs to be different. Maybe you need to shoot for 180. But your goal needs to be specific. Maybe you're writing a book. That's the goal. Maybe you're owning your own business and making six figures. That's the clear target. You're not just getting rich. You're having a specific clear target. That specific goal is easier to hit. If you want vague results... Give, have a vague goal. If you want specific results, have a specific goal. Now we move on to the second step. In human development, it's always important to remember the best way we learn is through role models, especially when you're younger. You see a child. They're not going to do what the parents say more than they're going to do what the parents do. When they see a role modeled, it is much easier to follow suit. It is much easier to do the same thing. So for your version, you create that role model. You don't have to have a live living person. You can use living people, living role models to help form your role model, but it needs to be a new creation because that creation is something that only you can fulfill. So create that role model. Consider what a person who has actually achieved your specific goal actually is like and use that to mold this role model. And if you can, find people that resemble that person exactly. Find what they actually do. Find what they do in their day-to-day -day lives. Find the way they converse with people. Find the way they take breaks, how they relax, how they spend their time. And use all of that to create your role model. But it's got to be your creation. You're not just cookie-cuttering from some other person's life. This is your life. If you want to manifest something for you, you have to create the role model. And you may not know exactly what that looks like. So then you backtrack. All right, what's going to get me to the next step so I have a greater perspective so I might know what I actually want in life? You go back to that specific goal. Whatever it is, it's going to get you moving so you have a better perspective. Because if you don't know what you want right now, you got to change your perspective so that you're able to see what you want right now. Moving on to the third step of manifestation. Be that person immediately. 
be them. You know the role model. You took some time. You planned it out. You planned out what this person is like. Now be that person right away, immediately. This is the annoyingly simple part. And the most difficult part for everyone is this right here. You be that person. You have to almost enter into a form of psychosis of detaching yourself from reality to accept that, hey, I'm this person, although everything else that I've been doing might say otherwise. If your dreams are big enough, if you're really reaching for a big enough manifestation, your mind is going to have to be drastically different from your current circumstances and your past leading up to it. Maybe you're so poor that you only have one meal in your home and you got that for free and your dream is to be rich and wealthy beyond means. How do you be that, right? That, that's the difficult part. You go into your mind and you live it. You imagine, you visualize all the things that you would feel as if you were actually that person. You practice gratitude. Who do you thank? Who do you thank for helping you on this way? Who, who do you thank? There's an amazing Australian marathon swimmer named Chloe McCardle. Recently swam across the English Channel for a record-breaking 44th crossing. It's 20 and a half miles wide. Icy cold water. It's between England and France. Very difficult. Very few people have done this. It's a very large challenge. And one of the techniques she used to keep her mind trained on the greater purpose of all of her temporary suffering she used visualization techniques in her mind. She would create these deep and vivid imaginations about how it feels to have already finished the distance. Meanwhile, she's swimming in the icy cold water, swimming and swimming and swimming nonstop, waves crashing, and she's just swimming along in this cold water. She would even imagine the smells, the tastes, and how everything would look when she was done standing there accomplished. She'd imagine all the people, all the people she'd have to thank. She would fill her mind with these thoughts. All of these things made it easier for her to carry forward. It's the same for manifestation. When you are becoming that person, when you are holding yourself up to become that new version, that model that you've created, you have to hold that model in your eyes. Whatever you have to do to keep it in your mind. Put it on the background on your phone, paint it on your walls, hang pictures up, set reminders, set alarms. You have all the technology you could ever dream of to keep alerting you to your purpose, to your focus. So if you really want something different, if you really want to change and you're not taking that simple of steps of just setting some alerts on your phone, you might not actually want to change as much as you think you do. But the biggest hurdle really is being that person immediately, even though you're not them yet. And no one else sees you as that person. The people around you, they have a past copy of you in your, their minds. Because everyone has a copy of people in their minds. You have a copy of me in your mind, if you've heard of me before. You might even be able to assume what I might say in a given situation. For people close to you, you can assume what they will say in any given situation, even if they're not there. That's the copy of them in your mind. Everyone around you has a copy of you in their mind. And if that copy does not resemble who you want to be, it becomes more difficult to become that because not only are you dealing with your own doubts, your own memories of what you were, 
You're also dealing with the doubts and memories of the people around you because they see what you were and what you are now. And if it doesn't line up with what you want, they may not see it. That's why a lot of people say you shouldn't tell people your dreams. You shouldn't tell people your goals, especially if they're big, because one of two things happens. Either they don't understand, they don't get it, they don't see you doing that, and they discourage you. That's not good. Some people handle that well. Some people use it as fuel, but many people don't. They let it discourage them. But rightfully so. You're not that person. You're not that great thing yet. You've got a lot of work to do. But one of the other things that happens when you tell people your goals or your great dreams, some people experience this effect as if they have already done it. And once you've already done it, you lose a little bit of motivation because you've already gotten some validation, some recognition, and you haven't had to do anything except open your mouth. Again, this is the most difficult part. It is a challenge. This challenge is precisely the reason that I do things like exhaust my mind in running. I'll push myself by running a long distance. Now, I know after about 40 minutes of pushing myself, locking myself into this distance, Everything kind of gets in check. I'm able to see what's important. I'm able to be that person. So for you, whatever that is, you have to find those things you can lock into to be that person. If it's an artist, if you want to be an artist, you should be creating every single day. If you want to be a doctor, you should be researching, doing something with the body every single day. If you want to be excellent at anything, you should become a subject matter expert. Now, before we get to the next step, I want to quickly backtrack over the first three again. Remember that first one, have a specific goal. Second step, create the role model. Third step, be that person. Now, the fourth step, this is the hard one. I said the hardest is being that person. It is. But this one's right there with it. Learn how to keep being that person. Because once you become that person, and once you finally convince yourself that you are that person, the world around you is going to keep pulling you back to the present moment where you are not that person. Your body isn't what you want. The neural pathways in your brain are not the way they need to be yet. You have to construct things physically. So every day, you have to grind away at all these things that say you are something different than you are, something different than you want to be. You have to filter everything that you do, everything that you think and are through the question, is this bringing the person that I want to be to the surface or am I burying them deeper within me? Thinking about the weight analogy again. When you think, I want to lose 150 pounds, your body sends a signal to give a possibility, a scenario so that you can lose 150 pounds. And if you were to start losing weight, you're at some point, you're going to have to shift your thinking from I want to lose 150 pounds to I want to be healthy. Initially, yes, it's good to say you have the goal, but it's more than that. You have to have the focus of what you want to become. You focus on what you want, not what you don't want. The greatest way to paint this picture is through a device called a Cladney plate. If you want to look it up, it might change your life. If you don't know what it is, it will change your life. C H 
C-H-L-A-D-N-I. Chladni, C-H-L-A-D-N-I. What this is, is an experiment that involves a speaker and a steel plate connected to the speaker by a rod in the center. And on that steel plate, they put sand on it. And with that speaker, they have a frequency generator attached to it. So they emit a frequency, a tone. And that tone will cause a pattern to emerge in the sand if it is in tune with the right frequency. When you look at these sand patterns, you'll see as they vibrate the plate, as they increase the frequency, go to a higher tone, there will be different vibrational patterns within the sand. They're beautiful, absolutely beautiful patterns. And then in between, when you know there's many mega, there's many hertz in between these signals, you will see chaos. You will see disruption, a lack of pattern. And when they finally shift into that next frequency where the pattern emerges, it's beautiful again. And typically it's more complex the higher you go. And it keeps going higher and higher. And it always depends on the frequency being generated. When you are generating a frequency of what you want to be, when you are generating this idea of what you want to be, the sands will be forced to align into a specific pattern. It's the same with our minds. We know that human brains operate in frequencies. We know this. It can be measured. Now, I know this, the science behind the sand and the vibrational patterns is not an exact science, but it paints a very clear analogy. When you are able to lock into a frequency of mind, when you're able to lock into a frequency of thought, I am going to be healthy with optimal strength and performance. When you lock into that mind and you return to that every single day, your sand, your physical body, the things around you, the things that are within your influence, they will start to align with that frequency that you're generating because every day you go to this thing. This is where some people will use motivational speeches. They'll use motivational content or they'll use content in their area of expertise and they will consume it every day. And more than that, they will have conversations about it every day. More than that, they will do and perform actions in that field every day. The more they do that, over time, everything aligns to become that. Now, going on with the analogy of the sand, if you were to emit the same pattern for a long enough time, that sand would eventually form grooves into the plate. They would form grooves where that pattern is, making it easier for the sand to remain in that pattern. So if you have been blessed to have parents when you were younger to emit a positive pattern, to emit a pattern of positive success in your life, they're emitting that frequency. It's helped you lock in the brain waves, the, the neural structure to be successful. If you haven't had that, then you will be lacking those grooves, which means it will be more difficult because now you have to be the generator of your own frequency of success. You have to be the generator strong enough to overcome the negative frequency patterns you probably have. Because in addition to positive frequency patterns forming grooves, it is so common to see negative frequency patterns forming grooves in our life. You know, that's the hardest part about generating frequency is that we already have grooves 
from some negative frequency pattern, oftentimes given to us by our parents or our circumstances. I want to clarify what these negative frequency patterns are. Oftentimes in the self-help world, you'll hear the term self-limiting beliefs. But negative frequency patterns are more than that. These are often the things that are not inherently bad, but when they become part of a pattern in your mind, the mind will train itself to continually assess it on the subconscious level, and then it becomes bad. The most common one is a complaining mindset. You know, this is one of the most basic damning mindsets, really, to success. And I, when I say that, I mean that it seriously blocks off the flow of your growth, just like a dam blocks off the flow of a river. For instance, if you're verbally complaining about problems on a regular basis, then your brain is in this critical state. You're critically focused on negative issues at hand. You're in this frequency pattern now. Now, that means because you're there, you're going to recognize all these negative issues very easily. You're training yourself to do it. But if you do it over and over again, you'll form grooves in your mind. That means that your brain will help you out to continue to find scenarios to make this possible. It will help you to provide scenarios of finding negative aspects or issues in your life or whatever it is you're looking at. So if you find yourself getting angry consistently or complaining a lot consistently, overventing, emotional dumping on people, you might be forming a negative frequency pattern. But again, like I said before, it's not inherently bad to bring awareness to the negative issues at hand, but a pattern of these type of thoughts and words will give you less resources to spend on generating the frequency pattern of your desired goal self. There's only so much space in there. There's only so much space in your mind. You have to spend the time you have and the energy and resources you have focusing on what you want. Because if you're complaining, that's less time you have to act as the best version of yourself. This is where the balance comes into play because there isn't always an easy to understand answer to every step of your life. Sometimes it's you who has to develop the adaptability to finesse your way through numerous unpredictable circumstances that you will face. You will face many, but I will say this, you should focus more on what you want than what you don't want. And today we are so blessed because we have numerous generators out there of frequencies, numerous generators to become like, numerous role models to follow. You look at the movies, the music, the TikTok, any media you consume. If you watch these shows, these things like this that are aligning with what you want, it makes it easier to become that. You're surrounding yourself with it. You're surrounding yourself with other frequency generators that are generating the same frequency the same pattern that you want for your life. And when you're there, it's going to be easier to unite because you're on that same vibe. You're on that same vibration. The term vibe that everyone uses, they don't even really understand it. They don't link it to something like this, but they're going to. It is exactly this. Your vibration is the same. But there's a bad side to this, a dangerous side. If you're watching TV shows that portray cheating or lying, then you're allowing a cheating and lying frequency to be generating around your sand, your life. And if you spend enough time with it, you're going to form those grooves in your brain. And your brain's going to help you keep creating scenarios to help you maintain that frequency, 
because the brain likes to optimize. So when it gets into a frequency, like when you're watching these shows, seeing these characters that are glorified, cheating, lying, if you see those type of things, you're living it in part in your brain. Your brain is experiencing it as if it's actually happening. So when you go to your life, and if it's kind of dull, your brain already has the neural pathways to experience and to vibrate at this cheating and lying level. So it's very easy for it to fall into that in reality. You know, most people that get into trouble for cheating and lying have a history of movies, music, and videos that portray that. They had the role modeled to them before it could ever happen. And it made it much easier for them to follow. Manifestation is a real thing. But it's difficult for people to understand because it is a long time frame thinking subject. When you are dealing with long time frame thoughts, it's difficult to grasp unless you have lived a long time. But the younger you learn it, the more you can use it and the sooner you will understand its truth. I'm thankful I was taught things like manifestation when I was younger. I was taught meditation. Seven years old, I was taught meditation. That's young. I teach my children meditation. At seven years old, I can get more in deep, more in depth. And I knew manifestation. But outside of my house, I didn't really hear it a lot. Nowadays, you do hear it. Nowadays, it is becoming to the surface. But it is being misconstrued, misunderstood. Therefore, people are missing out. So it's quite simple. You align yourself with what you want. You find what you want to be. Whatever that is, you create some specific direction that you can aim for, some nice target, easy to see, easy to identify when you've reached it, and aim for that. And then you create the model of the person that does it. That person is you. And when you be that person and you keep being it, you realize all the ways that could hold you back. You eliminate all those disruptors and then you will see it come true. A quick story about manifestation in my own life. A bizarre occurrence happened. I found an old laptop a couple years ago, and it was one that I had used when I first started some business adventures. In this laptop, I projected all the things I wanted to do. Great goals. I had this PowerPoint document, and I, I listed out all the things I was going to do. And years later, I'm going through this, and I realize these things came true. And I realized many of my manifestations came true. And I just forgot. And some of them, I did not evolve. I stopped manifesting them. So they only partially came true. But these things were coming true in bizarre ways. One of them was I had some property between my father and I. And we had the idea to have this cool survival training out there. We thought that was a great idea. Now, I, I was skilled enough to do it myself. But I thought of having someone else. But we wrote that down before we ever knew how it would happen. Wrote that down. The other thing we wrote down was maybe that would lead into a deal with Discovery Channel and do a discovery show about what we're doing. And then we put it away. You know, we also did some other goals in there. Some other things came true. But those two in particular were quite strange, quite bizarre. Now, years later, after I'd written that, after I got a new computer, forgot that document had ever existed, I looked back and I realized, hey, we had a, a world survival trainer out here doing survivor training. Rob Allen, he, he came out there and he was doing some survivor training out there. And that had checked off that manifestation. And then, hey, whoa, we, we had this discovery deal. 
believe it or not, Discovery, one of their studios, called us and tried to organize a TV show about what we were doing out there. We were forming a cool off-grid community, developing everything off-grid style and having people come out there and set up a place in case they needed a place to survive and bug out to in case of a cataclysmic event. So they thought it was a cool idea to make a TV show. It was progressing quite well, and it was manifesting quite well. That was until my dad died. And then the manifestations got really shaken up, really shaken up. You know, that was one of his and my manifestations, more his. But the discovery part was mine, and it was going through. Everything was going well. But to make manifestation work, you need to remember it is a long run. It's a marathon. You have to keep returning to whatever it is you want. You have to keep going to that role model. In your mind, you have to keep becoming that person, even though the things around you don't completely align with it yet. And if you recognize that they don't align with it, if you recognize, hey, I want to become this person, but this habit and this habit don't quite align with it. And this friendship is really hurting me. Maybe I have to realign this in this habit, and maybe I have to redefine this friendship. But the point is, you wouldn't even recognize it unless you are operating out of that mindset, unless you are continually returning there. Because the version of you 10 years from now that is that manifested version and beyond, when they look back on your current circumstances, they're probably going to have most of the answers you need. They're going to be able to say, yeah, oh yeah, that relationship, nope, screw that. Oh, that, that business deal, nope, screw that. Oh, that, nope, forget that. So you have to find that version of yourself. You have to find that role model that you will be and visit them on a regular basis in your mind. Go there, be them, feel what it feels like. And one of the greatest ones, be grateful. Think about all the people who helped you. Who are you gonna say thank you to? Because you're not gonna get there by yourself. You're gonna be so grateful for all the people who have helped you along your way. Think about that. Think about those people. And then in, if they're in your life now, be grateful to them. Show that extra level of love to them because you're grateful that, hey, you helped me along my journey. I'm closing out on time, but before that, I want to point out the physical aspects of this manifestation. To master your body, to become something that you are not physically now, it must happen in the mind at some point. To become something different than you are now, you must change your mind. Your mind must evolve into a new state. Whether that happens at the very last moment or right now, it still has to happen. But the journey is much easier if you start now. So I covered a very complex topic very quickly. And I know I was rushing over some parts, so I will let out more things about this later. But as for now, it's as simple as this. Find who you want to be. Find what you really want. What do you really want? What is that person like? Lock onto that person. Who are they? Who are you? What do you look like when you are in that position? The one you really want. You're manifesting this thing. That means you are returning to that daily. And then after you exit from that manifestation, after you leave that imaginated version of yourself, 
Everything you do, all your thoughts, words, and actions should be filtered through that manifestation. Does this manifested version of me do this anymore? Or do I not do this anymore? When you be that person now, the decisions become easier because you see with eyes of a different version of yourself. So keep manifesting and remember that manifestation requires work. Be better, human.